Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The Volume. The 3 and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use. Safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, a little Golo pod. We've taken a, uh, I, I guess, a couple weeks off while these... FedEx playoffs have been going. It's the PGA Tours version of Live Golf, just giving out money. Now, the difference is you've earned this. So I'm not, I'm pro all the money being given out, but it does feel like we're jumping the shark a little bit, uh, just in terms of how much we talk about it. It's, it's getting a little exhausting. And luckily, since I last talked to you, the Zalatoris win and then watching the U.S. Amateur just brought me a lot of joy. And uh, we're probably not going to have many more go lows the rest of the year, given that it's football season. And football is is how we pay the bills around here. And I got to just give all my effort. And, and let's face it, beside once this tour championship ends, 
the President's Cup, which who knows what that's going to look like given all these potential guys leaving for live, might not even be that relevant or cool. It hasn't happened since, I guess it would have been 19, the year Tiger was player captain. That was badass. I mean, that was that was sweet. So uh, uh, I enjoy it. But if their team is Abe Answer's gone, if Cam Smith's gone, if Hideki's gone, uh, it's just they have no chance to compete. Absolutely none. So that, that that's going to suck. But at Golopod on Instagram, I, I'm going to continue to put golf content up there. I try to do daily reels if anything's going on. Talk some gambling, though. I, I'm probably not going to gamble this week. I, I think it's really hard when you stagger the field. I mean, I don't know how you bet against Scotty Scheffler. He's been arguably the best player start to finish all year long, and he has a two-shot lead. Uh, I I just think it's going to be very, very difficult for him not to win, but he's basically a a two-and-a-half-to-one favorite. Uh, I don't like those odds. I love gambling on golf because I like taking guys like Sahith Tagala to win at 100-to-1 like last week, or Harold Varner, who was kind of in the mix until he wasn't. He might go to live, which, which sucks. But at Golopod... Follow me on there on Instagram, and I'll continue to do golf content even throughout the football season, probably till we make it to next year, uh, you know, and golf kind of starts back up because this fall season now moving forward isn't that important. Now, technically this year, I guess it kind of is, but I, I guess we could start there with the Tiger Woods meeting. I, one issue I have with this whole situation, and I don't necessarily blame all the players but they're the reason that we're all in this situation. Everyone got so fat and happy. All the top golfers. Hell, the 100th ranked golfer right now makes over a million dollars. And he's completely irrelevant. All the top guys are worth millions upon millions of dollars. Probably the top 15 are worth over 100. The top 30 have, you know, 20, 30, 40 million dollars in the bank. These guys are filthy rich. So everything with Liv and now with these Tiger ideas are just rich guys getting richer, which I am I'm as pro-money and pro-generating money and pro-doing deals as anyone that you will find that talks for a living. I, I have nothing in common with the media of resenting business. I celebrate it. The problem, though, is like for football, for example, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes this year will make a combined like $90 million. Yet when they the Bills play the Chiefs, it never crosses your mind that like these guys aren't laying it all on the line. This game, whether it's week two, whether it's week 10, whether it's the second round of the playoffs, it means everything to them. Yet in golf, when you watch some of these events, these no-cut events with just the top guys, you go, kind of like last week, watching Cantlay win. It did nothing for me. And maybe part of it is the live. I just felt like it was meaningless. It's like, this is just a top player who's already super rich, winning a tournament where he couldn't get cut against a bunch of other top guys. I was actually kind of rooting for Scott Stallings to win, just because it'd be pretty cool for him to win this cash. This money, whether Cantlay wins or gets third, who cares? Why does it matter? And ultimately, here's the answer. It doesn't matter. Like this week, I love Scotty Scheffler. I like watching him play golf. If he wins this week and wins $18 million, like... It just won't do anything to me. To me, the last time that these playoffs really mattered to me was when Tiger won it because it symbolized his comeback. Not because I got joy of watching him win money. I actually don't care. Now, ultimately, pro golf is you play golf to win money. But 
what we saw a couple weeks ago when Ivan talked since he won, when Will Zalatoris won his first PGA golf tournament and cried on the third playoff hole of that like island green after getting pretty lucky that he didn't go in the water, hugging his fiance, you're like, this is cool. This matters to him. Now, ultimately, he won $2.7 million that day. And the money never came up because it was about winning the golf tournament. And that's one thing Liv just kind of lacks, right? You watch them play. What are they playing for? Just wads of cash, which is cool for them. But for me as the consumer, and ultimately, pro sports now are a TV product, and we have to be interested. Part of the reason the NFL has lapped every single sport is because every single one of their games matters, that there has something on the line. College football is the second biggest sport. Why? Every game matters. Every game matters to the players. You get the best efforts. Doesn't mean every game's good, but you never go into a week, you never go into a matchup where you don't think this means everything to both sides. Now, sometimes like week 18, if you have the division, you, you know what I mean though. And that's the thing that golf, if Tiger and Rory get their way of doing these extra events with just the top players, no cut events, they basically just copied it from Liv. Me and Sobel will talk about that later. And it's just all just money grabs, which I'm fine with. But the only reason you're doing this is because Liv came along and you just fended them off. Why weren't you thinking like this a couple years ago of ways to pay these guys in a different manner? I, I, I just hope that golf doesn't turn boring. Part of what makes golf awesome is that on a given week, you could have Xander Shoffley, you can have Patrick Cantlay, you can have Scotty Scheffler going toe-to-toe with Sahith Tagala. You can be watching a major, and this guy a couple years ago you've never heard of, Will Zalatoris, is in the mix to win it. It's top players battling unknown guys, right? You need your top players to be in the mix, but it's also cool to be like, who's this Tagala character? And all of a sudden, he's punching above his weight a couple years ago. Who the hell is this Scotty Scheffler character? And it kind of makes you invested. Well, now if it's just top guys playing for a bunch of money, I love golf. I love playing golf. I love watching golf. I love gambling on golf. But I also enjoy Sundays. It's what separates right now the PGA Tour over Liv. Liv cannot bring to the table that Will Zalatoris moment. They don't have that in the bag, and guess what? They never will. It's impossible. Because every guy they have on the tour is already rich. So they can't do that. But if that's kind of what the PGA Tour turns into, I mean, why is any of us supposed to care? And I, all I want to do is consume and watch golf, good golf, meaningful golf. And I just get a little nervous because I don't blame Tiger and Rory for thinking of these guys, these ideas. It's the only way to keep all these guys from going. They have to do it. But like I said, everyone involved, starting with Jay and the top players, they all got fat and happy. And then the Saudis came around and rattled some cages. And change the game. And whether you like it or not, it's never going back. It it, it just isn't. And you can say, well, look at these other sports. Baseball players getting $40 million. Steph Curry gets $50 million. I just know when I watch these guys, they give me everything they have. And that just makes me nervous if in golf, that will not happen. Because listen, say what you want about Brandel Chambly as he's getting sued by Patrick Reed, which feels like a pretty... uh, Hail Mary lawsuit by old uh, Patrick and his wife. But Brando brought up a point that in other sports, right? If I'm Tom Brady and I'm making $30, $40 million a year, if I suck for a year or two, they will draft my replacement. Hell, Belichick once did Jimmy Garoppolo. If in baseball, I I hit 100 back-to-back years, even if I'm making a lot of money, I will get thrown to the bench or bought out. Russell Westbrook can't hit the broadside of a barn. He couldn't hit water if he was sitting in a boat. 
Do you know what's going to happen? The Lakers are going to cut him. They're going to buy him out. They're going to trade him and just just get rid of him. But in golf, like Phil Mickelson is god awful right now. He's getting that two hundred million dollars, and and I get like there, he brought more to the table with name recognition and kind of opened the floodgates, but. It just makes me nervous kind of where we're headed. And speaking of what gives me joy, that Zalatoris moment, the moment of watching the U.S. Amateur, those guys win it. Obviously, Ben Carr win the semifinals and crying, talking about his dad and the ball marker. Like, you just, there is something special about the game of golf when there's a lot on the line. When I am playing for something that's bigger than myself. Now, usually on the Pro Tour, that means I be, I win a huge tournament, I win Arnold Palmer, and I get a couple million bucks. right? I win a major, I become a legend, and I get paid. In amateur golf, what's kind of cool about it, now NIL, these guys, I would imagine Sam Bennett, the dude that won the U.S. Amateur at Texas A&M, he's getting some cash. So it's not like these guys are poor. And let's face it, golf, the socioeconomic backgrounds of some of these individuals tend to lean with, it's not, these guys aren't hurting. This is not some of the team sports. But there was a genuine element to go like, it really matters to these guys. These guys are playing for history. And listen, like I, I'm pretty numb to sports. They, they don't mean nearly as much as they used to when I was a kid because there's money involved. So I'm kind of numb to it all. But I still get a lot of joy when you watch someone kick a game-winning field goal, right? When someone wins a U.S. Amateur when Will Zalatoris is hugging his fiance and crying because he finally won a PGA Tour event. Hell, the, the highlight of last week in the PGA Tour was not Patrick Cantlay winning. He is a great player. He is boring as a mother. He puts me to sleep. He'll put anyone to sleep. He's extremely, he's a nap. You watch Patrick Cantlay, he forces you to nap. Yet, Sahit Tagala, who came out of nowhere, no one had heard of unless you follow amateur and collegiate golf, to make the tour championship and just see what it meant to him and how much he had on the line and talking about how nervous he was and how it's good to feel that way, I thought was really cool. And those are the moments that I just wonder if we start losing as the golf trends are just money, 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 money. That's the thing that like basketball and football, but let's just speak with football because they're dominating. Guys have never made more money, yet it feels like they've cared just as much as they've always cared. Where I just wonder with golf, if we're headed to an area where are they are they going to care the same amount? And and if they don't, we lose as consumers. And ultimately, that sucks. I want these guys to get paid. I, I got no issue. I want everyone to get paid. Celebrating money, woohoo! But if it hurts the product, that 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 just I, I just find that kind of sad. Step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet the Tour with no sweat first bet. If you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back in free bets. Great promotions every day, safe and secure app, get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook and sign up using the promo code COLIN to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour, promo code COLIN. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. 
See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 New York, Tennessee Redline 1-800-888-9789 Tennessee 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming Visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. 
You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Well, we've been off for a couple weeks, and uh, things have gotten weird. Then they got less weird, and now they feel like they're still up in the air. I I was listening a couple weeks ago, driving home from 49er practice to my man, Jason Sobel, with ESPN caddy right behind him. Michael Collins is hugging everybody, and Sobel's screaming at them all to get away. So it feels like you got a good yin and yang out there of seriousness, locked in for the golf tournament, and screwing around. Sobel, my man, uh, you've been riding these playoff events. How's life? Life is good. Yeah, we like having some fun out here doing the show. So uh, life is good. Life is busy. Life is crazy. I am really excited to have the season over after this week. And at least we get like two weeks of downtime between seasons where we get to like watch a little football and the weather gets a little cooler. And I'm telling you, I have never looked forward to a very quick offseason as much as I am this year. I I feel you. I guess before we dive into a lot of the news that's been coming out the last Mm -hmm. six, seven days. Uh, I haven't talked to you since Will Zalatoris won. And uh, listen, we can say, and obviously the U.S. Amateur just happened. I, I think one of the biggest beefs with Liv is they're just not going to get that. I mean, that that was, and listen, Will won $2.7 million. He was already a millionaire. But that was a pretty genuine, cool moment that, that the PGA Tour on Sundays has provided, you know, I'm 37 years old, my entire life. You know, guys getting their first win. That was pretty special. That was pretty awesome, was it not? John, we watch golf to see lives being changed on the back nine of a Sunday afternoon. I mean, as fans, this is why we're tuning in. This is why we love watching major championships, because we know that whatever happens on a major championship Sunday, someone's life is going to be changed based on that result. And what you're not getting at live is that. And quite frankly, and I know we're going to get into it, but this proposal that Tiger and Rory and some of the game's elite players have come up essentially mirroring what Liv has done, saying, hey, we're going to take the best of the best and we're going to have these limited field, no-cut events and play 15, 18 of them in a year. Essentially, they seem just like exhibitions. If you're going to criticize Liv for looking like exhibitions, you've got to criticize this as well. It seems like a copycat strategy. And quite frankly, we as fans are not going to see anyone's lives being changed in that type of format. And, and I think golf at some point tends to eat itself from the inside where I get it. Look, I have no problem with players making more money. I have no problem with players trying to make more money. I have no problem with anybody wanting and trying to make more money in their profession. That said, the fans are going to be the big loser in this thing because I do believe that if this comes to pass, we're going to have two major leagues, the PGA Tour and Live Golf, each of which plays sort of just sort of no-cut, limited field events where the rich get richer and no one at the end of this thing is bawling their eyes out. No one is hugging their kids so tightly because their lives have been changed. And so the fans, I think, go scrambling for something that gives us that visceral reaction. Maybe you go to the Corn Ferry Tour, you go to the U.S. Amateur, you go to other events because you want to watch somebody's somebody's life-changing moment. And I don't know that you're getting that in these in these no-cut events. Now, uh, all due respect to Patrick Cantlay, who won a 68-player field in the BMW Championship last week. He was already one of the world's best golfers. He already had a whole lot of money. Now he's still one of the world's best golfers. He still has a whole lot of money. 
it was a great win. Congratulations to him. It's not life changing. And so when we're laying on our couch on a Sunday afternoon, we watch and we say, okay, that was cool. Good for him. But it's not, it's not, it's not getting into our emotional pores the same way that some other events do. Why well, I turned it off or I flipped it to the U.S. amateur because Patrick can't lay. Well, let's face it. Him winning, losing, whatever, did nothing for me emotionally. When you factor in the the tournament, the cash, it, it just and I'm pro these like you making money. Last week, Tiger comes, you're on the grounds. Uh, it took a little while for yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys knew some of the information, but once the the wrong information leaked, it felt like the players in that meeting wanted to push the correct information out. Tell me what you know, where it's headed, and, and kind of the, the buzz of being around these guys, them talking about it, their agents and their caddies. Yeah, so I, I know everyone wants to turn this thing into PGA Tour versus Live Golf, steel cage match, let's, you know, a war of the words and going back and forth. This thing, first of all, is going to be settled in courts, and it might take years for it to be settled in the courts. I know the next court date for this lawsuit that's ongoing is something like January of 2024. I mean, who knows what the golf world's going to look like by then. Secondly, it's going to devolve into things like the PGA Tour looking into its not-for-profit status and whether it should change from being a 501c6. I had a long discussion with Rory McIlroy about it a couple of months ago, and Rory said, look, if we were starting the PGA Tour now, we would probably never be a nonprofit organization, but it's really difficult to just, you can't just flip the switch and go from nonprofit to for-profit and take this private equity money, which is available for us, but how do we do that and how do we change? And so I think those are the things they're looking into. doesn't make for great sports radio talk. doesn't make for great podcast no. discussion when, you know, it's things like, hey, should it be a not-for-profit or a for-profit status? And what does it mean for taxes and things like that? I don't know. It's it's not as much of the hot button issues that we've had in the past, but look, this thing's going to continue. I do think there's going to be a little bit of a stopgap. We're going to see, I, I think somewhere between six and eight players leave the PGA tour for live golf, perhaps as soon as Monday of next week. And after that, I do think there's going to be a little bit of a holding pattern where we probably don't see much afterwards, at least not until next year. Well, you know, I'm I'm not in the business of speculating. Well, I kind of am. So I, yeah, I think are. we all agree that the camp's missed gone. You know, th these rumors on Hideki, he was good as gone. Now they might be reconsidering. I, I was texting with someone yesterday. He said Harold Varner, but MJ's been trying to talk him out of it. And mm -hmm. to me, the tour does not want to lose a guy like Harold Varner and obviously Hideki. But Hideki wasn't in the Tiger meeting. You know, Leishman is going with Cam Smith, it feels like. It, it's been widely reported the seven guys. So I'm doing the math. Like, who are the seven guys if you just take <laughs> Cam Smith and Leishman? And is, do you believe that Harold Varner will be gone in the next couple of weeks? Uh, he's one that I keep hearing is going back and forth on it. I don't know. He's been rumored uh, for months on this thing. At some point about a month ago said, no, I'm not going. But apparently, whether it's a bigger offer, whether he's rethought it, apparently his name is back in the ring there's there's one or two names that are just sort of out there they're not even big names just sort of like that's a weird one sort of like charles Lahiri. howell charles howell the third was one where i thought that was just a weird one you know an american player who's yeah he's been around for a long time and okay chance to make more money and wasn't a guy that's playing for legacy out here players of that ilk i i will say if all the names are correct that i've heard john the international team for the upcoming president's cup which is only three or four weeks away is going to be decimated 
I, I don't know what their roster is going to look like if all these guys are going over there. And the other, and again, we're talking rumors, we're talking gossip, but the other thing I've heard is that oh, yeah. some of these players are saying, hey, we'll go to live, we'll sign with you guys, but we want to play the President's Cup first. We want to honor that commitment. And Liv is essentially throwing more money at them, saying, we'd like to take you as soon as possible. We want you playing in Boston next week, and we want to disrupt the President's Cup, which is, of course, owned and run by the PGA Tour. So uh, they want to make that thing. Um, and they want to make as much of a disruption for the President's Cup as possible and take away some of those international players. Well, when those three poor kids a couple of weeks ago were denied entrance into the first playoff event, <laughs> uh, it, it was pretty clear that the way the judge talked about it, that it's going to be an uphill battle for Liv winning some of these mm-hmm. injunctions. Or I, I'm no legal analyst, but it, yeah. it, it, it feels like that rattled some of the guys that were on the fence because they realized if we're not going to get OWGR points now, at minimum, if we're not going to hear these things till 2024. Like you said, it could really pump the brakes on... I guess the defections, if you will. And now that Tiger and Rory are coming in strong, feels like the momentum. I don't want to say like the PJ Tours back in the driver's seat because as we've learned, money talks, shit walks. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like the momentum shifted a little bit back with with Tiger and Rory kind of steering the ship. You know, I, I don't, I'm listen, I'm not trying to be a Jay Monahan hater, but I don't think he looks great in all this. You know, you talk about getting my, one of my big takes on this whole ordeal is. I think the PGA Tour got really fat and happy. A lot of guys got really Mm -hmm. rich, so they didn't need to change. And ratings kind of went down, but they kept getting bigger deals. And then Saudi kind of came in, I I don't want to say out of nowhere, because it's been rumored, started stealing their players. They had to react, and Tiger's prideful. You know, the PGA Tour means a lot for him. He got back involved, and Rory and some of the key guys stood up for it. But, like, to me, Jay, you know, it's, it's... he. He's not the boss because the players are, but ultimately he's in charge of the business aspect of this thing to get them money. And I, I think that they just waited too long. And this whole debacle that started six months ago of guys starting to leave, you know, is, is he surviving this? I, I guess is a long winded way of saying that. It's first of all, it's inarguable that Jay waited way too long. And, and Jay's not the only one complicit in this. I mean, there's an entire policy board. There's, a, a pack war. There, there, there are a lot of people involved. Jay does not unilaterally make decisions for the PGA Tour, and that's what, one thing that I think a lot of people don't understand. Yes, he's the face of it. He's the commissioner, and so he's going to bear the brunt of the criticism, but there's a lot of people involved. He's got a lot of uh, voices in his head and corner offices in Ponte Vedra Beach, and so if we're going to criticize Jay, we have to criticize the organization as a whole, I think. That said, Phil Mickelson Maybe didn't go about it the right way, but he was not wrong when he suggested, what, six, eight months ago that the PGA Tour, like, where's all the money going? Like, hey, there's a lot of money coming in and not enough money coming out going back to the players. And all of a sudden, we're seeing a massive increase in purses for a handful of tournaments next year. And we're seeing, hey, maybe they're going to increase purses for these limited field no-cut events. If that's the proposal moving forward, where's this money coming from? I asked Jay that question uh, about a month and a half ago with the Travelers Championship. And he said, well, we've been working on it for a while. And from everything I've heard, that is true. But there's no doubt that Live Golf has sort of helped speed everything up. Live Golf has helped accelerate the process of PGA Tour players being paid more and being paid more sooner than they would have if there was no rival right now. 
I guess let's get into the real golf. It's weird. Like live is exhausting on one hand, but then it's also what, what else would we really be talking about right now in the golf mm-hmm. world? It adds something fun to talk about to me, the tour championship in, in, uh, I guess it would have been 2018 was pretty special, right? What it represented tiger's comeback, the scene of him walking down in the last couple of years. It's just like you said, rich guys getting richer, top players, getting more money, 30 players k- kind of boring. And I, I, I like you love the sport, uh, the Tiger, ever since Tiger, feels a little downhill this week. I mean, I, I know. I, I, do you have Rory winning this week? It, it, I do. The guy that you picked. Because yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? Pick the Scotty Scheffler, you know? But it feels like, how is Scotty Scheffler going to lose? He's got a two-shot lead. He's been really good beside two weeks ago, all season long. Uh, I'll actually just be stunned if he doesn't win this tournament. Now, you could argue two shots with four rounds isn't that crazy. But still, I mean, he's... Hell, if he had a two-shot lead last week, he's the winner. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I don't know what the best story is. Like, if you're, if you're, and, and again, we were talking about laying on your couch on a Sunday afternoon, and you want some emotion, and you want some visceral reaction, and you want to feel something. What's the best story for you to be feeling on a Sunday afternoon? I don't know. Scotty Scheffler puts a nice bow on his season where he wins. Patrick Cantlay, who's in second place right now. Goes back well, to back. I, I, I know the Cup. best. I know the best story. I, I, the best story is Cam Smith winning, getting oh the check from Jay Monahan, and then leaving. I just mean, from I, a firework yeah. standpoint, that, that's the go. best story. I uh, you're probably right. You're probably right. That would be unbelievable if Cam Smith does win this thing. Uh, look, Rory McIlroy's guy I picked base, and it, it's more about the number too. He's nine to one. Scotty Scheffler, I think, is plus two fifty. So. How many times have we seen Rory six shots back going into the final round and nearly wins the golf tournament? We go, oh, man, if he just had a couple more holes, well, Rory's got 72 more holes to make up six shots. That's something that he can certainly do. I think he'll relish the challenge. He did it from five shots back, back in the first year of staggered scoring in 2019. So uh, I certainly think he can do it. But again, I don't know where the story is. I don't know where on a Sunday afternoon, we go, oh my gosh, that was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. I mean, we saw Tiger Woods win here the year before Stagger scoring. And oh, by the way, he wouldn't have won the FedEx Cup, wouldn't have won the Tour Championship if they'd gone to Stagger scoring one year earlier. And it's amazing that after Tiger won that, they still said, hey, let's go to the Stagger scoring. Yeah. But just goes to show this is more about the sponsor. It's more about the TV rights holders than uh, it is about the fans. And so FedEx Cup puts up, or FedEx puts up, $50 million or whatever it is every year. They don't want to see a picture of two players holding up trophies on a Sunday afternoon. They want one winner and they want one winner of the FedEx cup. And so this was their way of putting it together. I know a lot of fans look at it and say, I hate this. You know, it feels like a handicap tournament. It feels like my member guest or, you know, something like that, a net club championship. I get that. But my answer to that for everybody out there is it ain't about you. It's about the sponsor. It's about the rights holders, it's about the players themselves. Fans, look, uh, they accept your patronage. They love the fact that they have your support and you'll watch on a Sunday afternoon, but they're not changing things. They're not making decisions based on what the fans would like to see. Well, I'll get you out of here on this. I said I was done with Liv, but I, I just thought of something. I don't know <laughs> if you had a chance to see that, that, that Wall Street Journal article that had some of the uh, the contracts of a, of a Liv player. Some of it was redacted, but one part in there was you signed this contract, we can tell you, you got to help us recruit. Yep. Like you're Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, or John Calipari, mm-hmm. right? And Sam Bennett, this guy that looks like, honestly, he's kind of got some Matt Wolfy vibes at Oklahoma State. A little different golf swing, but mm-hmm. just looks like a super talent. PGA Tour would want him. 
Bryson DeChambeau on Instagram. Now, granted, Bryson's a former USAM champ, is like basically tweeting, you know, the Instagram equivalent at him, like, congrats, keep rocking up. I started thinking, I would imagine is Bryson already working the back channels? Because Sam Bennett is the type guy, if you're live, you're all over, right? You want to grab those type guys of the pipeline. Your thoughts on like h- how are they battling that? Because obviously he's not, you know, tied to the PGA tour right now. I'm sure those guys are pumping his phone. If Bryson, if Phil Mickelson calls Sam Bennett, he's picking up the phone. I think it's very respectful of you to use the college football recruiting analogy. I've used more of an analogy of being an Amway salesman, maybe even a pyramid <laughs> scheme, and trying to get other people involved in what you're doing in this thing. <laughs> That feels like it's more appropriate than just, you know, when it's recruiting, it's, hey, you've got to wear our stuff. Boy, it really just feels like the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia is buying and selling these players. And and they just want, uh, they're not just paying them to go play golf. They're paying them to support their cause and to speak highly about their cause. Uh, They're not allowed to do interviews unless they're set up by the tour itself it's just a lot of it just still feels really really weird to me john and so um look i i get it i get that you want to go out and make money i get that it's an opportunity for guys especially on the back end of their careers they can go out and and make more money playing for live than they ever could have on the pga tour especially at the age of 42 45 48 years old but again you're, you're joining the cult a little bit and so um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens from that. And again, boy, if the PGA Tour essentially mirrors, it will be the second time. Remember, what was it, 27, 28 years ago, Greg Norman came to the PGA Tour and had this idea, hey, we're going to have a global series. The best players from around the world play globally, and they have these limited field, no-cut events. And the PGA Tour said, nah, thanks, but no thanks. We're not going to do that. A couple years later, the PGA Tour said, hey, we've got a great idea. It's called the World Golf Championships. We're going to have the best players around the world play each other on a regular basis and they'll earn lots more money. And it's essentially Norman's idea that they kept for themselves. I think it's very, very interesting. There's a lot of deja vu at play. If Live Golf says, hey, we're going to have limited field, no cut events where you're going to make a whole lot of money for the best players. The PGA Tour says, you know what? We're not into that. That's exhibition. We don't like your idea. What we're going to do is have limited field, no cut events for our best players and they're going to make more money. It's like, wait, isn't that same idea that they have? <laughs> and it's, it's deja vu. They're just stealing the same idea all over again. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, well, enjoy the tour championship. And uh, you know, when Patrick Cantlay goes back to back years, makes $30 million, you know, I'm not sure anyone will care, but he'll be super rich. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I've been covering the tour championship ever since, you know, before they, implemented the FedEx Cup and all that kind of stuff. And for the last, what, 16 years, every time a player comes into the interview room, we talk to them, whether it's pre-tournament or during the event, they're playing well. It's The question is, what would you do? If first it was $10 million, then it was fifteen. now it's $18 million. What would you do with all this money if you won? We can't even ask that question now. It's like, what would you do with $18 million if you won this thing? It's like, I don't know, I guess I'd tip the guys in the locker room as I go out on my way to live and make 10 times that amount. Um, Canley's like the the shark. The shark has two hundred twenty million dollars waiting for me. I mean, really, it's like you know, the money doesn't even matter anymore. The money's like it's a joke compared to what they could make if they leave. So I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to find better questions to ask this year. Is what I'm getting at <laughs> for, for sure. Well, I- enjoy the week and uh, 
you know, I guess I'll talk to you soon. Who knows? Like, like you tweet about a lot. Things change at rapid speeds mm-hmm. in, in this sport right now. So uh, enjoy it. Keep your head on a swivel. Uh, and, and let's just, you know, who knows? Maybe Hideki would be worth about $700 million here in about a week. Uh, just give me like one week of football season in between the golf seasons where I can just lay on the couch and, and watch a different sport for a little bit, please. I feel you. <laughs> Take it easy, Jason. T- talk Thanks, to you bud. soon, man. Have a Thank good show. You. See ya. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. The Weber Works Prep Cook and Store System keeps cooking supplies handy, and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.